I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, before we get into this week's episode, I do actually have some genuinely exciting news. Well, it is exciting for us, and hopefully you'll feel the same. The Spooning team, including myself, are going on the road this summer. We're partnering with Pub in the Park, the UK's premium food festival, where we will be doing this show live. Yes, it's your chance, our listeners, to come and see us make complete fools of ourselves in front of a live audience. We will be, of course, interviewing your favourite chefs and some of the fantastic musical acts that are performing at this year's events. It kicks off on the 16th of May in Marlow and then goes on to Chiswick, Rygate and St Albans. You can get your tickets at tickets.pubintheparkuk.com. Your ticket will gain you entry and you will see a huge array of music artists including McFly, Paloma Faith, Gabrielle, Busted and many, many more. Come have some fun with us. Hello and welcome to Spooning with me, Mark Woke. Now, each week, my special guests join me here at the Mount Street restaurant in London's exclusive Mayfair, where executive chef Jamie Shears will be cooking up a couple of spoons for them to try. Based on the things they say they love and the things they think they hate. Now, this week on Spooning, we have what can only be described as a menage a trois as I'm joined by two gentlemen who have been basically doing it hairy for almost two decades now. Please welcome to Spooning with Mark Wogan, the hairy bikers, Si and Dave. Hello, Mark. Hello, Mark. How are we, boys? Yeah, very good. What a lovely introduction. Well, I'm just happy I got it out without making a mistake. Uh, yeah, well, you did very well. We were impressed. Oh, yeah, it was good. Well, as, as two seasoned professionals, I will take that as an enormous compliment. I, I, well, well, that's well, very kind of you to see. Enthusiastic amateurs, really. Yeah, it's to be working. Let's go. Yeah. It's just, we've just got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> Getting away with it for years. Yeah, indeed. Now, we've got a couple of drinks on the table for you. There for you, Si, we've got your favourite. Because prior to coming on to the show, you answered a quick questionnaire <laughs> yeah. on food loves, food hates. Yeah. Favourite things, worst things, things you'd never eat again. Yeah. So based on that, tell us what you've got there in front of you. So I have probably my favourite drink. It's a Negroni. Close first is a Sazerac. A Negroni is just 
I love it. I love it pre-dinner. I love it during dinner. I love it after dinner. I love it in the morning. After I, I just love it. Intravenously. Intravenously. Anything. It's my go-to. There is a lovely balance of bitter, sweet. There's a little savoury in there. And, oh, I love now it. The question is, is it too early for you to tuck in? No. Well, knock yourself out. Well, thank you. Dave, what kind. have we got here for you? I've got a glass of Merzog, which is a really fine white burgundy. And I'm not a wine snob at all. I, I hate all that. I hate the middle-aged man in a restaurant who's slurping and, and then goes for the predictable. But the Merzo is funny. It was a job I did with Sinai both film crew. There was an actress called Sylvester Latuzel. I was the makeup artist, so I was the assistant director. You know, people buy you a bottle to say thank you for looking after them. And she bought me a bottle of Merzo. And she said, it's the same price as champagne, so I'm not being mean, but I think you might enjoy it. And I've been enjoying it ever since. It really is the most wonderful, fantastic white wine. With food. Cheers, gents. Cheers, cheers, gents. Cheers. I'll be sticking to water, which I think you referred to as your least favourite drink. Well, it, it kind of is, yeah, because fish fornicate and it's an old WC Fields yes. anage, but uh, it's very true they do. Well, that Merceau obviously has a lovely nostalgic mm. flavour and a lovely memory for you when you, you guys were starting out, even before you were hairy bikers. Mm -hmm. You were just, I, su I assume, hairy at that point. Oh, Did you have sort of? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. We've always worn motorcycles as in our DNA. But um, you had a radical haircut once you got promoted at work for location manager. You had to deal with all the toffs in Northumberland to rent their palaces, so you did get a shawl back and sides. I mean, as a hairy man myself, indeed, uh, and a lover of motorcycles. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, I rode them for twenty years until until I had children. Oh, and I had quite a bad crash when he was about nine months old, oh, no. and my wife said, "That's it." Yeah. So I haven't been on one for 16, nearly 17 years now. Really? Do you miss it? I do miss it. But it's a funny thing, is it? The idea of getting on one slightly terrifies me. Mm -hmm. Having so, right. I mean, for 20 years, it was my only form of transport. And, yeah. I, you know, probably like you, a whole range, you know, I was chopping and chopping. Mm -hmm. Sure, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can never really settle on one bike. Do you find that? Yeah, you do, because the riding experience is so mood-based, isn't it? When you do find that ride, it's just like, yeah, but that element of satisfaction, I think, only probably lasts 12 months. Yeah, then buying motorcycles, it's a bit like murder. It gets easier after the first two. Two, yeah. <laughs> but there's different motorcycles. I've always said that, you. There's different occasions, you see. You see, why do you think, oh, Ooh, that'd be all right. Good on a summer's day. And that'd, that'd be good if it's a bit wet. That'd be good if it's long distance. Yeah, that'd be good. But they, the I mean, you're now on, you've got a series coming out next year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that will be series, which which number is that? Oh, it's kind of, you're, yeah. you're, you're, what number really. book are you, like 30? 30. Yeah, 30. yeah we've 30. completely lost count of series and telly. Yeah. I mean, like, you guys started out in the film industry. You were a makeup artist, yeah. which, you know, one might think, is it similar to the builder whose home never gets finished? Yeah, that's right. Was, like, somebody's kind of lost Top of the Pops years ago, and it was on that kind of new romantics phase, and somebody rather grandling walked in, you know, probably, what was the nightclub? Oh, Blitz Club, you know, yeah. that day they walk in there, and they looked at the, we have been working flat out, going, oh, isn't it, makeup room, how oh, they always look so terrible, and they're here to make us look good. And I just thought, you're, you're not only an idiot. But, but, but the moustache is... Pretty impressive. Well, it should see my mother's though, Mark. My goodness. But oh, your mum's is better. Like oh, talk talking of mothers, were they any influence on your love of food? Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, mine was absolutely massive, definitively. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mum was a great cook, so 
and a family cook, but great and innovative as well. So, and and particularly with my dad's interest in food, you know, in the in the early sixties, late fifties, early sixties, we were mum was cooking with star anise and lemongrass that dad had brought back from around the around the world with the merchant navy. So, and I was the youngest of three. So when I popped out, there was already a well-defined kind of eclectic, creative. Which mix I mean, of food you, that really set you out apart with your mates growing up. Oh, yeah, I'm that kind of food going on because it wasn't wasn't prevalent anywhere, least of all in the north of England. No, it, it absolutely wasn't, and it did very much so. And suddenly, in my early teens, I started to get really popular about you know when you had your mates around for for the tea straight after school. <laughs> it was it was just it, it got a bit nuts because there'd be like five. My mum would be like, "Can it? Can it afford it?" You can't invite your mates around. I'm saying, oh, well, everybody else does. He said, yeah, but you get egging chips. You know, I'm doing curries here. You know, it was hilarious. Uh, talking of egg and chips, <laughs> I've got a little something here for you, right, oh. which I think is your ideal sandwich. Yeah. Unfortunately, on the other side is your idea of health. Why don't you grab one of those and tell us what that is? So that is your ideal sandwich, that. That is eggs, chips, tomato sauce. Excellent. Look at that. Dave. Can you tell me what that is? Egg white. Ben, oh. are you going to re refuse to eat? Yeah, I'll choke. <laughs> is it really that bad? No, no, not really. I don't think it's an allergy or anything like that. It's just that, like, when I was Texturally. Yeah, terrific. I always eat the yolk and leave the white. And then it was like the school breakfast, you'll go to work on an egg, go to school on an egg. So I used to have to have an egg before I went to school. And relentlessly, every morning, my mother would make me eat the egg. I'd eat the yolk. I'd eat the white. And I'd be sick on the way to school. I told you so. And I've really never been good with it since. Like this morning breakfast, was wonderful poached eggs. And I just slightly put the white to one side, squashed the yolk on my toast, result happiness. But I think we've always been like that because we're, you know, we're from humble working class beginnings. <laughs> like you, you had that attitude of where you didn't waste anything because you couldn't afford it. Yeah. No, I was a kid at point of principle with my mother though, that you're not going to defy me, you little devil. That is a Mayfair. Mount Street, egg, chip, and ketchup. Yeah, you're going to have one of it. You can have the egg white king. It's very good. It's very good for your figure. That is a working class special. It's a working class special, but with um, yeah, with a with a Mayfair twist. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com slash switch. 
Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I saw you being interviewed recently, and there was a, something that you suddenly disliked. Yes. Which was Cornwall carrot. Yeah. What did your taste buds change going through what you've been through? Yeah, chemotherapy messes everything up, but carrots. How do you feel about carrots now? Well, I could eat one, but I won't like it. Well, I don't, I mean, look, we're not forcing you to do anything here. I don't know, it's like sweet potatoes, but now I'm not with you. I love a sweet potato. I do, I don't know what, you've never liked them, have you? No, I used to cook them and you never used to say anything. No. Not for you. I mean, tell me, that's a lovely carrot side, right? Yeah, it's carrot side. That's a lovely Mayfair, butter, fresh thyme, carrot. That's yeah, a carrot. It's not a chip, is it? No, it's no. not a chip. No, no, it's funny, my taste buds did change. And for a while, I couldn't do onions and garlic, which was a huge blow. That must have been devastating. Yeah, yeah, because it's the base of many of the dishes that we cook. Mm. But it's amazing how, you know, a sofrito, you know, when you're cooking Italian food, mm. a finely diced carrot in it, mm. I'm fine with that. But it's like... We have an allotment at home, and the crop of carrots this year has been exceptionally good. And my wife's come back with this huge box of carrots. Look at these, and I'm going, oh, no, dear God, everything we're eating. But you can disguise a carrot. There's one of those dishes that Tom Kerridge does, which is the, the carrots, with, and, and it is the Christmas carrots. They're phenomenal, that. That is a great recipe, that. Mm. It is because of the amount of butter and sugar in it, mainly. Mm. Yeah. Mainly, you know, yeah, and there's salt. a slight bit of star anise and cinnamon thrown in as well. Yeah, but everything Tom Carriage cooks is divine, isn't it? Well, hold on a second. You've got you've got this new book out. Mm. Now, I genuinely do. When we've ha- had someone on, we've got a cookbook. Out, I always try and cook something. So we've got your new book, which is Ultimate Comfort Food. Yes. Thank you. Yes, thank you. It was the corn crumble, the smoky chili beef with corn crumble. Yeah. Mm. I thought that was an inspired topic. Yeah, it, 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 it works, works, doesn't it? Yeah. I've started at home doing my macaroni cheese with crumbled up tangy cheese Doritos. In yeah. It. Oh, yeah. 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 Good. So you've got that extra chunk. Tr- yeah. What was the inspiration behind that topping? Because that really works. As well, we wanted to do a savoury crumble. Yeah. Well, then Texas cornbread when we're in America. Mm. And yeah. we're in the past, we did a stuffed cornbread. Like a chili mince, wasn't it? Halfway yeah. through. Yeah. But this, we've gone for a, you know, it's with semolina and buttermilk and the flour and some sweet corn in the top as well. And it does have a nice crumbled texture as well. The chili's pretty classic, isn't it? It's yeah. slow cooked and lovely. Again, not with mince, but with chunky beef. Now, I've got to take you to task slightly. Go on then. Because ultimate comfort food. Now, yeah. in my house, this is the thing. We have mm-hmm. what we call deep fry Fridays. Or oh, DFS, yeah. 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 Deep fried Friday, right? Because you can't eat deep fried every day of the week, but yeah. you've got to allow yourself on Friday. 
Fair dues, yeah, yeah. So we yeah. do that in my house. I've only got one option in this book. What's that? You've got your fried chicken. There's not enough deep frying. There's the no, no, prawn and fish balls. Yeah, yeah, they're, oh, they're, they're, they're very good. That was because scampi and chips. That, that's that's very comforting. Okay. Scout langoustine, I do too, but real langoustines are so I've got expensive. a friend of mine who, whenever he goes to any restaurant, regardless of where it is, he goes, you got any scampi? Mm. And it's horrific because sometimes it's a really nice restaurant and they're really insulted. Right. But I think you've got any scampi. You've got any scampi? In my working life, I like to think I provide comfort. One of the uh, ways in which I do that is via the medium, I've got it down here, of pizza. Which yes. you said, because yes. I've given you some pretty horrible things to eat so far. So, so, so I've got oh, for yes. you here one of my home slice pizzas. Man, the dogs are all done it. And then if you just open that up. And on there, look at that. Wowzer. That. Wowzer. Oh, keep it going. Keep so it going. Look at go. that. Look at that. Look so at that. we've got one half is a classic margarita. Yeah. Because right? if you can't make margarita, mm. you shouldn't be making pizza. pizza. Now the other half is the extreme of where we take it, which is air-dried wagyu beef with cipollini onions tossed in salsa verde and finished with a truffle creme fraiche. Yes, of yes. course it is. Because I'm not Italian. I'm not held to any rules. Give it a go. I, you know, I will respect your I'm professional opinion as what I'm doing. So you're well, going traditional. I'm going, yeah, because if you get this right, then the world's a happy place, isn't it? The margarita. So, Wagyu beef's phenomenal, isn't it? Isn't it? It's the doll. Yeah. It's beautiful. Hold on, hold on. We always say that if all the flavours will go oh. together on a spoon... Yeah. Yeah, they're good on pizza. pizza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you can't... Beef is amazing. Oh, it's incredible. There's a friend of mine called Jorge makes that in Spain. We're the only people who've got it in the country. It's an air-dried Wagyu beef. Oh, man. It's all about the sauce. The posada on that is fantastic. And it's I'll, 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 give, I'll give you the recipe off camera. Mm. Oh, yeah. What's I'd, the deep mushroom flavour on it? That's the truffle. The truffle, truffle. creme fraiche. Size going in posh now. Yeah. Posh pizza. Oh, that's the dog's bees. Yeah. No. yeah. It's not covered in staggy truffle oil. No. No, it's made, made with proper truffle. I oh, know. Well, see, I could like make a lot more money out of pizzas than I do, but I keep putting expensive things on it. And I'm not beef. Nice. I believe. Home Slice has passed muster with the hairy bikers. Oh, oh yeah. That tears up, Mum. I am. My mother is off the school board. Right. So, you see, what I'm doing here is I'm mm. buttering you up. So, we've got to that point in proceedings where it's blindfold time. I've got a couple of new blindfolds for you, a couple of racy ones. Who would like the leopard print one? Me and actually Budgie Smugglers. Excellent. You've got the Sleeping Beauty one, which is very in character as well. Well, it is because, you know, like you get our age and you've only got two speeds. It's either full on or asleep. Yeah. Right, gents. So how this is going to work is I've got under this cloche here, I'm just going to open that up. I'm going to feed you a spoon. <laughs> in the questionnaire, you said there was something that you loved. Now, Dave, I'm coming to you first. So yeah. Open wide, bit wider. There we go. Now, just taste it. Wait for a second to tell me what you think. It's lovely. It's sweet. There we go. Can I scream like that? Tell me the flavours. Tell me the textures. What are we Almonds, getting? Almonds, crunch. Sweet. It's fabulous. 
Mm. Anything other? There was a particular ingredient that you talked about that you both loved. Are you getting that flavour coming through? With well. Bang on. Yeah. yeah. So that is one of Jamie's recipes that he does here, which is a fig leaf soft serve with fig leaf infused olive oil over the top of it. And I thought that was a perfect one for you guys. It's a because the fact that you both said olive oil is sort of the nectar of mm, gods. It is. Why the love of olive oil? Because again, it's a bit incongruous with two working class lads from the north. My brother and sister live in Italy. So, and I've been going backwards and forwards now for 30 years. And for me, the first time I tasted olive oil literally from where I could see the trees growing and that new oil with the peppery finish to it and the plethora of flavour that you get from different parts of Italy with the different oils just blew my mind. So we're sort of in that nostalgia territory. It's, you know, it's those things when they hit your taste buds. Yeah. Just the memories come along. Yeah, my dad, he, I remember at the time when I was a kid, you used to have to buy olive oil from the chemist. Because it was sold in yeah. bottles for people to put cotton wool in it to clear their ears. But my dad came back once he bought a big thing of olive oil. And for one supper one night, he cooked chips in olive oil. Now, this is going back to the 1960s. And I remember there being the best golden chips I'd ever tasted. Yeah. And, and he was saying, oh, you could drink that. You could drink that oil if you wanted, you know. Was, no, I'm not going to say that. But ever since then, I've always associated it being special. I think when we did the dieters as well, you know, we, we gave up butter to some extent, still mm. butter, and obviously yeah. there's a chef market, how valuable butter is, but olive oil, apart from its health benefits, there's a whole world out there to be explored and loved. Now, all three of us are hairy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all three of us have been previously what could be politely described as overnourished. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, uh, you were morbidly obese. So sorry. Well, I was 23 stone. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you needed a bicycle to get on my good side. I don't want to dwell on it, but both of you have had health scares. Mm -hmm. And do you take more care of yourself now as a result? As Or, or are you still all guns blazing? Because there's a, there's a bit of you, you know, you're on the bikes, you're kind of just doing it. I think it's safe to say that, that no, we're not anymore, but we still have that rock and roll spirit. And so we kind of have to rein each other in. When we lost all the weight, we were like, Oh, we can go again. And it's like, no, you do that's not the point. You know, we both lost that appetite. You know, like sometimes we're in a restaurant the other night, it was a lovely Lebanese restaurant, and it looked at Kingy and it was superb. I said, oh, I wish the portions weren't so big. And we literally got halfway through it and the, the manager's coming up, what was wrong with it? There was nothing not wrong, but we're full. full. And Weird. that was a big difference. Yeah. But, you know, 15 years ago, would have eaten a lot and asked for seconds. I am essentially like a Labrador when it comes to food. I don't yeah. know when I'm when full. full. Yeah, yeah. I really don't know when I'm full. Particularly, there is a couple of recipes in there that involve sugar. I'm trying not to eat sugar at the mm -hmm. moment because sure. if I do, I can't stop. What's your foods that it's like, that's your Achilles heel? If you have one mouthful of that, you're gone. Uh, pizza, to be fair. <laughs> I always love pizza. Mm. You know, I've always had that thing... I'll save a couple of slices cold for breakfast, but I never do. Do you know the best way to heat up a pizza? I've never got that far with it, Mark. I can eat it all. Oh, go on then. No, go on. Why? In a fr dry frying pan. Oh, yeah, of course. Because it get you that bottom heat that you get with the oven. Yeah. yeah. And it comes back like it's straight out of the oven. People put the, put it in the box, in the oven, they stick it in the microwave, then put oh, it in. Oh, just, oh, no, you're going to ruin it. Dry frying pan, very hot, 30 seconds. It's like it's cool out of the oven. Even a couple of days later, to be honest. 
this is a good plan. Mm. I think it's and it's the best way to cook a pizza at home if you don't have a pizza oven. In a in the yeah yeah frying pan frying pan pizza. What we call the cowboy pans, isn't it? The, yeah, yeah. The Castain cowboy yeah, pans. Great. Yeah. So we're at that point where it's blindfold time again, guys. Oh, so oh, back oh. on. I kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of getting quite into this, dude. Yeah, I'm it's sorry. Like, I'm, I'm just waiting for the. Um, it's the submissive. For the cold it's the submissive. Thing. Thing. I'm just going to slide this one in. The cloche cut is off. Okay, gents. So here we go. I'm going to go sigh first this time. So open wide. Here we go. And then here we go, Dave. Open wide now. Tell me what you're experiencing. What are the flavours? What are the textures? Well, there's meaty. There's a meaty long grain meat in there. It's like a react. Yeah. But can we recognise the peculiar bit. meat? Any other elements in there? This particular meat doesn't have to do with the shaft, does it? Well, technically, you should know this. It's not. Oh, oh yeah. It's not the goat's penis, is it? No. It's not a goat's penis, because that was both of yours answers to your least favourite ingredient. In Vietnam. Have you got any idea how hard it is to get hold of a goat's penis? Well, Especially yeah. when it so stands still. Well, if somebody would stand still, it's in a field, it's a bugger, <laughs> are you? Tell Take me. your blindfolds off. Mm, what is that? It's a dish out of your book. That's the that's the duck confit shepherd's pie. Oh, <laughs> it just shows the mental Cook, Cooked by head chef. Jamie Shears, it's absolutely superb, but that is from your recipe. Yeah, I just, yes. I had so in my head, I said our recipe tastes like a goat's penis. Yeah, well, sorry, dude. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just put the book out of the charts, can you? Well, I was thinking, you know, because he's, he's shifty in. So you know, I was thinking, yeah, no, comfy. yeah, yeah, comfy, yeah. yeah. I was thinking long grain, right, I was thinking, oh, it hasn't got anything to do with this. Well, you know what I said, anyway. That is excellent. Oh, that's fabulous. Uh, what a great, you want to buy the book for that? Yeah, yeah it's brilliant. It's a lovely, it's, it's a lovely dish. Not then, like a penis. No, none. Thus proving my point, you remove soy. Right. Well, your eyes always eat first, don't yeah. they? They always, always do. Well, mentally, you see, I thought at some point, because we did the questionnaire with you, yeah, yeah. that you were going to subject me to tripe or our mutual dislike of what we had in Vietnam. Yeah. Well, I just think <laughs> you're at two nice men. You're, you're here to talk about your book. And quite frankly, I tried to make you eat egg white. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. And a carrot. And a carrot. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like I wasn't... I was a bit unfair on you and necessarily a bit too fair to him. But well, he eats everything, you see. Yeah. You know, there's Yeah, that is. No. Well, there's nothing. Nothing, no, no. Unwashed chitlins. Not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I Portugal, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, that was okay. me. Yeah. I'd like to say a double dose of thanks to the Hairy Bikers. Their book, The Ultimate Comfort Food, is out now. That's spooning over for this week, but we'll return before you know it with another guest to find out about the food they love and the food they think they hate. My thanks to Jamie Shears and the amazing team here at Mount Street Restaurant for the excellent spoons. If you like what we're doing here at Spooning, then make sure you follow Spooning with Mark Wogan across all social media channels. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Have a beautiful week, people. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? 
Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.